Okay. So, uh, welcome back. We uh, did a lot of learning over Shavuos. We only missed one uh, weeknight shir, even though we missed the Sunday morning every shir also. But we have a mitzvah shem uh, the rest of the month to make more headway. And we're going to start tonight with a few of the shilas, but over the next three and a half weeks, maybe Elul, and we're going to be winding down the sugya. Do not think that you know everything there is to know about Livnever. Yet we have another month or two, and as you know, even after we finish the sugya, so far five years running, each sugya took a year and change. We always have a chance to go back to it. So we'll start off with that shaila I mentioned uh, about a week and a half ago. I wasn't trying to mention it as an example. It was just an expression, flying colors. And then, of course, you all gave me a blank stare because you're all Chukla Samblis Alechu Bikim. So uh, Shimmy did me a favor to check it out to make sure it was kosher. I think it was because it wasn't on our blacklist. But just to make sure, so you found out that the phrase past the flying colors derives from when ships return home with their colors, which was their flag, and they would have it way up there flying to show they had been victorious. A ship that had been unsuccessful would take down its flags. Which is fascinating, because I would assume a ship, a ship that was unsuccessful would not be coming back at all. It would be at the bottom of the, of the ocean, or captured by pirates or something like that. But I guess there was a middle range where the pirates didn't get in, where the French didn't get in, and you were still sailing, but it wasn't such a great day. Right? That's what... Uh, so um, it seems to be kosher. No? Shooting the colors that they do every year is just showing the colors of whatever regiment you are. Showing you mean Ladavka flag? You mean it might have been the navy on the, on the deck of the ship? Uh-huh. It's usually it's not necessarily a ship. It's just right. the, the flag of your regiment. Right, okay. So it's a sign of success. It's similar to, I guess, raising a flag and lowering a flag when it's... Uh, uh, sad time, so even though mechatesi, but it makes sense. You show either your regiment or which navy you belong to or something like that, and uh, that was a hanhaga, um, which is started by the guy, and perhaps I say perhaps because the Gullum and the Midbar really do the same thing, so it could be we started and they copied it, but it makes sense, so there's certainly no issue of using the expression. So I was uh, relieved to see that. Eliel Sternberg wanted to know, we were just discussing this right before Shear, a similar thing. He wanted to know, is leaving your car unlocked considered live naiver? Now, the modern version of that, even though this email is from last week, so I don't, we have to update it, but we probably meant is leaving unlocked was a Shaila for a long time. Now, it's not leaving it unlocked. It's just you can't lock it if the key is in there. And many, many people leave their key in the car. So is that Liv Neiver? So if you recall, we went over, based on the sugya of a possible Midas Hasidus, there were certain tzaddikim who didn't want to leave things around, even though they didn't want to carry it anymore, like a bundle of wood, because they just didn't want it. And that a Havamina, they don't want to carry it now, maybe they'll come back for it, but then someone's going to walk away with it, so they'll mafkir it. That whole exchange back and forth was was You don't have to, unless it's like uh, come out of psych ratio that anybody in this massive would steal it. 
you don't have to inconvenience yourself. It's a great shayla for, for this. Look, he's a lift neighbor. It'd have to cross the threshold. You're in such a bad neighborhood that it'll be a silly thing to do. And Mamelo be Lifnever because nothing ever stays. Even the packages by Amazon aren't that bad yet. It's not. Is it Lifnever to order a package because it's Zuchin to take it? Of course not, because they, you wouldn't be ordering it if it's Zuchin to take it. So the Matthias would explain why you're leaving the key in the car, no? Well, back in the 80s, we used to leave our, in the city, we left the, the door unlocked because those days used to. You parked? Yeah, they used, yeah, used to break the window to steal the radius. This way, you get the radio in one shop, don't, don't break my glass. So what did you do? Leave a sign? The radio is all yours? Please don't break the glass? You know, they used to just open the doors without breaking the glass. They just took the radio. And I saw a sign on the car once, a convertible, that had a, window, a sign on the window that said, door is open, don't cut the top. When I just came to America, they put that sign in New York. I was watching the high sign. Don't open the Okay, this is a chiddish to me, all, all three stories. Um, I would assume if it's so bad in that neighborhood, you wouldn't want to be there. You're saying you had no choice. You worked in Manhattan. Um, okay. Yes, we have to. We have to be happy that we're in a um, good neighborhood. Somebody drove away a car from this. Park. But it happens, Lailano, often. Chiddush is it was in this parking lot, but it, and it was a chutzpah, neighbor, and just guy just like blended in waiting for Meirav pretended like he was waiting for Meirav he wasn't even Jewish he couldn't even dab Meirav he wouldn't count it for a minion he just that was ridiculous but it could happen so does that mean there's Lefnever for Goyim as we know by now it's the first thing we said in the Sugya so if you're in a neighborhood where the Akum will steal so is that Lefnever again if the chances are that high you wouldn't be leaving in the car so I think it would at best be a Midas Chasidus Question is, is it Baltashchis? One of our other sugiyas in the past few years. It's not Baltashchis either, because no one's interested in throwing away money, even if it's insured. It's a hassle with the insurance company. The premiums go up. So it's, a, it's what we call a calculated risk. So the reason people do it is because they've got a lot of things in their pocket, and it's a pain to carry around the key. And the question is, do you have the right? Baltashchis, possible, being mashed somebody, even though it's not directly with neither. Do you have a right to leave in the car? The answer is yes. Leaving in the car because it's convenient. You don't have to inconvenience yourself because somebody might steal it. Question is, is the smartest thing to do? So that you have to look at each neighborhood, look at the stats, and, uh, and try to figure that out uh, without giving yourself away. Does anybody disagree on that, Metzius? I think a lot of people are leaving their keys in the car. Is I wouldn't divulge who's talking, so disguise your voice. What? Is there a difference between saying... Well, you probably wouldn't take it, so it's probably going to be a guy. Not going to help us. I said, Livniva applies to but, guy. If we're Livniva, so it's not Livniva. It's at best, I mean, it's Chasidus, and even then, only when it's very likely that you get to the Machalikas Yishayin. I mean, how high does the threshold have to be That's for Livniva? Either 51% up to 99% and everything in between. What? Which neighbor do you live in? So I'm just tying the Mitzias is self balancing, because if you're in such a horrible neighborhood, you wouldn't leave it in the car. So. It's certainly mutter, and it's not baltashkas either. Uh, if it's insured, then the, uh, it's a hassle to go through that. Uh, the premiums go up. It might be the cost of doing business if he finds that convenient. And it will depend on the person's uh, natias. Do they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They weigh in on this, Shiloh? Yeah. The first thing the car rental companies ask you for, do you have the keys? Say no. Uh, I think if they take an honest poll, they would find out otherwise. 
as much but, art. But many parts of people come back. A lot. <laughs> That's what I said. It's going to boil down to personality. And uh, uh, I've been, we've had a number of these things. I've been following this for a while. And uh, the jury is very much divided on this. Okay, uh, so, okay, that's interesting that the, you know, the, if that's true, if the insurance company would win that case quickly, then, then maybe it's, they hold it's a ridiculous thing to do. Maybe it is the neighbor. If everybody knows that certain neighbors are leaving in the car, then uh, it might depend on the car make. For a higher rented car, then most people wouldn't. And if they get uh, wind of the fact that people are, then maybe that taka would get closer to the neighbor. Uh, so you have to figure that out. I like that. Obviously, I like that comment. You can't figure out what I was thinking about. Okay. Okay, next. This is uh, the title, which I think I sent to you. I'm going to read to you the title that will be on the system, only because you'll understand the question is a very important one, and you'd be amazed how nogea this is. So just so you don't get lost, as I read the question, it's from uh, Yossi Scheinfeld, who's not here, but probably... Uh, listening or we'll be listening soon uh, asking real questions of a fake identity, that's what I named this year now uh, we have people who are just waiting for the names There's, they're very excited to see how it's going to fit into the year. that's going to be a, a very obvious tie-in what could I possibly be referring to so his question is going to be I'm going to read it in a minute, is going to be about this minig which maybe is Isis Gehenim depending on whether it's mutter or not can you pretend you're somebody you're not and call somebody up for shidduch information? Remember we said it's lifneiver, the peskim say this already, just giving full disclosure and the chief to do that ASAP before you start the conversation. The first thing you should say is, I'm calling about shidduchim, the information about the ask is to shidduchim, meaning you're sending out a signal, this is a tireless. If you don't do that, then it's the neighbor. <laughs> because if you stop and start, and people want to do this, as we'll get into in this question, because they might get more information if they're stam masil lefitumah. So to sit down next to a guy at a simcha or in a mikvah, and a mikvah is really counterintuitive. Talk lashon in a mikvah is like pretty bad. That's like talk lashon in Yisrael. It's like no one would ever do a thing like that. You're in a mokam kaddish. So what? Tevel v'shares the other, right? So, uh, or you might have to go back in afterwards, even though the two are really unrelated. So, people like to just like sit down, get comfortable, and sort of like schmooze, and then get into the subject and get into that person, and they'll hear some things. They're looking for, they're digging for information. So if you don't say this is for purposes, and there's no way the guy could have assumed that or should have assumed that, that's Lef Neiver, because then he's just, if he has something bad to say, he's talking Lush and her. So the first order of the day is, you call the guy up, it says, my, uh, I'm Chaim Yankel, if you're really Chaim Yankel, we'll get to the more complicated case in a minute, and I know you know the uh, Schwartzbaums, can you please give me information on their daughter? So, full disclosure, calling for Shaduchim, and then they have to think very quickly and hopefully have a Masuda beforehand uh, what they're going to say, how they're going to say it, and every word is Sakhanas Nefoshis, is Dina Nefoshis, and you have to be very careful, and you've got to know all of Hilchus Lashon or at least uh, know what the Shailas are, and then you can say, I hear my mother calling me, can I call you back? And then he says, Your mother doesn't live anywhere near here, and uh, whatever, to use whatever you think will work without being 
uh, caught and a white lie is better than talking Lashon Hara and if you could say something that's not a lie at all and just say I'm in the middle of something can I call you back and you are in the middle of something you should be now thinking very quickly about Hachaz Lashon Hara so do not be forced and pressured to answer the question but at least he gave you the ability that it shouldn't be straight Lashon Hara that's step one the tactic that some people apparently figured out might get them more information is when they call up and they say, my name is Chaim Yankel, and his name is not Chaim Yankel, it's uh, Yaakov Yitzchak, and his last name is uh, Levi, and he says his name is something else, and he calls the guy and he starts asking about the Levy family. And he's trying to test, it's a test balloon, he's trying to test what would the guy, what does the guy say, what will he say, and is this a good guy to put on the resume, or if he's on the resume and you're trying to figure out was that a good idea, all sorts of reasons in the background, and you're basically lying and pretending you're somebody you're not in order to be able to hear what they're going to say. That could be for Shaduchim, that could be for Shaduch Lagabi, a business, that could be a job, that could be... Well, this part like Shaduchim, what he was saying, we asked him, wouldn't that be like Toyota's anyway, I mean, in a way? Why? Because you want to find out that if he's... Not yes. Uh, well, yeah, he's... If you'd ask the guy... That's going to be part of the issue over here. Right. I understand. I understand why people want to do this, and from what I understand, every time I get the Shiloh, I'm not saying Yossi's kids are in the parish, so he was just asking Stam. But I'm aware that people do it, and I'll get to. Let me read this question. I'll get to the possible issues, and there are a number of issues here, and uh, the Tzad Lahokol would be for discussion purposes what you're saying that I'm not saying he's a bad guy there's an overriding tell us over here you're saying tell us you want to know you should put him on the resume um, I've received the Shiloh from people who the good news is at least they're asking because they feel uncomfortable about lying which you should feel uncomfortable about because it's really a last resort and it wasn't about necessarily putting on the resume it was somebody the smart people don't call people only on the resume or don't call people on the resume at all and nothing wrong with having, having a resume. You've got to start somewhere. But they don't usually stop there. And they'll start looking for the people who aren't on the resume to find out either they're not there because the resume is supposed to be a one-pager or possibly some other Khalila nefarious reason. So you start looking for Chavusas and the other Abayam and neighbors and he dives next to Mitchell and, got, and you start poking around. But you don't know what the guy really holds and obviously we're talking about a guy who thinks that he doesn't have anything to hide he just wants to know what the guy's saying because he's nervous about something he might have something to hide even though he wouldn't admit that and he starts getting dressed up as somebody else in his voice and otherwise and he starts digging for information to see what the guy would say so right away he's announcing I'm calling for shidduch purposes that's the good news so it's not Chazir. The problem is, it might be, because he might not have a us over here because he's not talking to somebody who's calling about information. He's talking to the Madubur himself. The question is, can you, Justin, that's a complicated question. That's it's not so pushing. What? It's Shekhar, Ganeva, Zas, a whole bunch of things. So let's, let me read, as he said, the Shaili was talking about employment. It's the same thing. Shidduch for employment or marriage doesn't, doesn't make a difference. 
So, we know that in regards to Lashon Har, if there's a tale that says Mutter, textbook example, Shaduchim, suppose Ruvain needs a reference. He wants to know what a former employer, e.g., Schwarzbaum Manufacturing, he must be in the Shear a long time. He is, it's Yossi Shankar. So, if everybody starts using Schwarzbaum as a standing example, you know you've been here a while. So, um, I, I once bumped into a guy, his last name is Schwarzbaum, by the way. And I might pause for a moment. I wasn't sure as you've been listening to the Shear for the last number of years. Or, <laughs> no, I picked it because it's a common name, or at least a conjunction of two names. So that was his real name. It's a very nice name. And um, he wasn't um, introducing himself to Taina on the, uh, on the reference. So, Schwarzbaum Manufacturing will say before using him, and he wants to know what he's going to say. So he decides to pretend he's a prospective employer and calls Mr. Schwarzbaum to ask them about himself, Uven. From Mr. Schwarzbaum's perspective, he thinks he's talking to a real prospective employer, and he has the obligation to tell the caller what might otherwise be Lush and Hara. Of course he thinks so. The guy identified, he says, I'm thinking about hiring the guy. He said so. Of course he thinks so. He misled him into thinking that. And that's why he's talking. In reality, it is not. As I'm typing this, I'm thinking overall it could be to Alice since Ruven is trying to determine whether or not to use Schwarzbaum manufacturing as a reference fee. That was your example, whether to put them on the resume. But that's not always the case. And even this might not make it mutter. And the problems are you're resorting to saying something that's not true. You say, hello, I'm so-and-so, and you're not, or I'm the employer of the employee potential, and you're not. So that's Sheker. Sheker has very few heterim. Uh, far less than people imagine. People take liberal uh, things about uh, lying for Dr. Shalom, which we said in the various Shirem and Shaitavim, I think, that you have a heter once in a while. If every conversation that you have with your spouse every day involves a heavy dosage of that, then you run into the problem of Lindem Lashon Dabashekar, which Rav told his son you shouldn't use, even though his son was trying to help out. You can't be doing it constantly because then you become a liar. So it's never a heter that's going to be something you should use as a regular mahalach in life. Um, usually if it works and you do it once, you have the Yitzhah doing it more, if there was a heter in the first place. And it's not partial there is, because it has to be a last resort. The uh, second thing is, uh, it's not only Sheker, as you mentioned, it's Ganev's Das. If the guy finds out, he's not going to be too happy. If he doesn't find out, it's still Ganevis Das. And the biggest problem for Aleph Nevis Sugya is it might be in this Gavanlach, Basa Chazir, Basa Tle, even if you look at the overall Ta'elis and that Lamaisa, it was a Ta'elis for somebody. That's going to become, even if you could say that's far, which is not so pushed over here, it's still in this Gavanlach, Basa Chazir. Even though, what was his kavana? You said it's for Shaduchim. So that's not But it's not, because that was his kavana, but he started off, if it's not mutter, with good kavanas, but he's doing something treif because you don't normally have a head to do this. And you'll call it misasik, which I'm gonna, there's a reason I'm using that word, because later on this week, maybe even tomorrow and next week, uh, we're going to get into the sugya of Lifneiver, which we didn't touch yet, by Mesasek, by Onyas, by Shegig. Is it Lifneiver? Mesasek? We'll explain Mesasek more. Mesasek is what the guy didn't know was flying by Kalal and in Hilfah Shabbos. Everybody agrees, Midaray says, Mutti, you step on a carpet, the door opens. He had no idea it was hooked up. He didn't know it was Walmart. And it opens. That's Mesasek. It's not even Chayiv and a carbon. It's Machalik Sacharinim, which we'll get into, but there's even a Maisavir. So is there Lifneiver on that? On the side, it's not a matter. You're causing somebody to do an Avera, and he 
thinks under the circumstances it's mutter because he thinks he talked to somebody who's doing a talis. So either he's not, and you're bimashal him, even though he didn't mean to do it, and it is a lifnever issue, or there's a greater talis because the reason I'm doing it, and therefore even I have to lie to do it, I'm getting better information this way. It's Lamaisa, there are not too many chuvas on this. Uh, I think that it's dangerous. It's dangerous, also lying, also Ganeva's das. And I'm concerned about the Lifnaiva aspect because the assumption that anybody's doing this, is this the only way I could do this? And I don't think it's the only way. It's for your example of whether to put them in the resume. So let's start with that one. There are a lot of people you can put in a resume. So if you're Mesopic, whether you can put them in the resume, you're not sure what they're going to say, so don't put them. So instead of doing that, you're going to lie and do Ganeva's Das and get the guy to talk Lashon Hara when there's no head to be talking to the Medeberis or the Medubu. He has a choice there. He has a choice. Don't put him in the resume. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I say you have three, three possible issues over here. I don't see a head there to... So I, I, I've dealt with this many times with people and they ask after that, well, I really have a dearth of people to put in my resume. I said, I'm sorry to hear that. But we got to find somebody who will say nice things. So I get nervous when there's silence after I say that. So if there's not enough people, then why do you think this person is going to do this? That's why I'm testing it out. That's not a very, shouldn't be a very common scenario. So common scenarios at work is that, but he's not in the resume. He's a smart person when you're looking for a shidduch or an employee. Is you call the people who you're not asking him who I should call. I know who to call. I'm gonna find out where he works. It's not a shy, it's not a shayla who to put in the resume. It's like putting a resume. Hopefully, you have enough free friends, enough friends put in the resume without resorting to this. What if you can't do that and you're afraid the guy who's about to hire you is gonna call your former boss? And he might say bad things, so you're going to call the phone bus and pretend. What are you accomplishing? If he's going to say bad things, you're going to stop the guy from calling? So I'm back to who to put on the resume. You understand what I'm saying? How are you going to stop the progress of it? The guy's smart and he's going to go after people. What are you accomplishing? Everybody following? So what's the scenario where you're monitoring his serum over here? Both cases you can help with. Even by a boss, if you go to HR, no, the boss is not supposed to say anything. Okay, so that's what I'm angling for. There's one scenario where he's not on your resume. He's a neighbor or a relative who you had some sort of falling out, some sort of sizzle, but you try to patch it up, and it was a while ago, and you hope that you came to a term of understanding or something like that. And you just want to make sure. So he's not in your resume because you wouldn't put him in your resume. So why are you calling him? You can't stop the other guy from calling him. So what are you accomplishing by pretending and lying and doing whatever that? The answer is, if you hear pretty bad things, at least you'll know your antenna will be up. You'll know to sit down with him, make an appointment, call him with a different voice the next day and say, Chaim, I haven't spoken in a while. And then if he says, yeah, I've been enjoying it, then you know you're in trouble. <laughs> so he said, well, can we get together for coffee? He says, well, not really. What do you want? He said, well, I'd like to speak. Can you do me favors? Okay. So you're going to have the difficult job of going over. You, you have to start making up a story. He said, you know, I heard you're saying certain things about past uh, things. I thought we got over it. You're trying to bavarn this and get this on even footing. So he's going to know. He's going to know uh, right away, like, how did you hear him saying bad thing? Were you the guy who called yesterday? It can really blow, if you're in a 
fight with him in the first place. This can kind of blow up. But that's the only scenario where it's not a shot to put on the resume. I don't think we can be make on that. And you're afraid that this is a guy somebody might call and you really don't know what you're holding with him. So my answer to that scenario is why don't you get somebody else who will identify themselves as themselves instead of lying and get them to investigate. Even even this case, what do you have to come on to lying and but pretending lying usually catches up with people. Why why do that? Don't lie. Don't do Geneva's das and don't don't be over on a possible lifneva and just have somebody else call. Shaduchim and brokers do the job of trying to have people come to terms with things and have a meeting of the mind. So why don't you do that here? Get somebody else. So I'm still not convinced that this is necessary. Although you can share, I, if you're thinking of a case about your friends, it won't be about you. Are there any cases there that cases. you can't accomplish with somebody else? There are plenty of cases where, where a manager, let's say you work for a company for 10 years or yeah. 5 years, you put in your time 5 years. The, the owner of the company or the people who manage the company, they don't want managers bad-mouthing, doing bad things that they that, oh, this guy worked for five years and we're saying bad things about him. Yes, you want to tell him, okay, the guy is this type of guy and he may be good at this and good at that. But if he should be should not be saying certain things, I'm asking, he does want to know. So can I ask a question? What's wrong with the truth? If you're worried about, not you, Ruven's worried about it. So why don't they just go up to the manager instead of calling and pretending he's somebody else? Yeah. Having somebody else call is not calling for Thales either. Just because He sends somebody else to do it, it's not going to help. Why don't you be honest with them? I want to know what you're going to say. Because obviously, if the manager's not giving a good report, obviously... He can't deal with giving a good report. So he, maybe that's deserved. Okay, even even if it's deserved, even if it's deserved, there's two sides to the story. I I'm asking. So what are you gonna do about it? You're gonna send you to put your friend to call, and he's not calling Latellas either. He's calling because you put him up to it. It's the same problem. Listen, the guy, uh, he, he can say his real name, but you worked for the company for five years. It took you five years to realize that this guy is an idiot. So you got, I, <laughs> he worked for you for five So good. Years. I, I, I understand there can be bad blood. So I'm just trying to get to... So what's the Ta'elis? You can have your... You put your friend up and he says not nice things. Now what do you do? What's the plan now? Especially people, You're not putting him in your resume anyway. So what's the plan? What did you accomplish? Good. So I'm saying, so what is your plan? So now you got the call. He calls me back. He says, Ruben, I got bad news. I did what you asked me to do. I pretended like uh, I was wanted to hire him. Yeah. So why? So I'm asking. It just didn't work out. I have to move on to a new company. Help me out. Good. So why don't you do that beforehand? Yeah. It's even worse. Yeah. This is this is a typical case. We have, let's say, a yeshiva where the manal is trying to get rid of the town. Yeah. And so most manal would say, well, we'll try to call another yeshiva and help the guy get into another right place. Instead, it's not always so easy. Another, so then he's going to have to come back to you. What are you doing? It's not you? always so easy. What you happens? Guy, you want to come back to you. And what happens if he did such serious things oh, as collateral that, damage? Then you guy stole or something. Uh, that's usually we don't throw out people so quickly. Usually, it's something. No, but sometimes it's a. So I'm asking. So you didn't answer my question yet. So I'm asking. Whatever you plan on doing with the information, do it now. If you're really chayshish, this is an issue. So take the care of it now. He's not going to listen to you. Who's he going to listen to then? Somebody above him. So I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still not following. I think that most people, a lot of people here, uh, are in positions where they are asked about former employees. Right. 
and there are certain rules um, that are very clear that you're not supposed to, to, to get very specific about mm-hmm. the person. It's really to protect you. HR tries to protect the company. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to give very specific information. Okay. Yes, they worked here from this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And we really can't say anything else. And they won't. Now, you really want to get information because you, need, you want to know if you should hire the person. But if they're not going to give it to you anyway... So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying to matter this. All I'm doing is bringing up that you have a Shiloh Shekek and Eves Das possibly with Neiver on some level. And you need big heterum that there's absolutely no other way to do this for self preservation. And from all these stories, certainly with the resume case, you don't have to put them in the resume. You'd like to, so think of somebody else. This case, you need another job, and you know it's not in the resume, but they're going to call your former employee. So now you're curious, you want to know what he's going to say. What's going to help? If he says something bad, you can't tell the guy, don't call my former employee, that's going to be ridiculous. Because he's the first person he's going to call. So, so I'm trying to get the tell us here. Why don't we just talk about employees? It's safer. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so, I'm you're not giving us saying, I'm just putting it on the table, it's out of time. I'm just saying, there's a misconception that when it's just a white lie that doesn't hurt anybody, we have liberal use all the time. That's not true. The heterium for lying are few and far between, and you have to ask a shayla. Then you're, you're not only lying, if you, the guy asks you what you have for breakfast, and you said omelets, and you had cereal, okay, the debate is out. Does he have a right to ask you what you had for breakfast? Uh, you don't have to discuss your cuisine. You know he's a big anti-egg guy. You don't want to get into it with him. Okay. Maybe it's good, but you're not hurting the guy. Here, there's <laughs> he's saying things he probably wouldn't want to be saying if he's not really being called Lataelis. That could be a Lifni You could look at the general Lataelis, but my bottom line here is you have to prove there's no other way to do this and there's real Lataelis. I'm not convinced often there's no other way to do it. I think people just like to hear because they like to be more comfortable, but that doesn't matter the And the second part is even worse. I'm not sure there's a Lataelis because in the case where you feel this is very important and they're going to call him, so now they're going to call him and now you know he's saying not good things. Now what are you going to do? You're going to confront him. So why don't you do that mitchila and say, I'm looking for a job. I left your company and can we discuss this now before he calls? Would that be so that you don't have to send anybody and make up stories and be able to live I, I'm just putting that out there. Also, lift neither discussion. Uh, the um, truva that if you did get a copy of it, if you can uh, give it back when it gets to tomorrow, we're going to have a very short version of a five month sugya that we had on Shabbos of the Hapolos Uber, which in this country is unfortunately a very real topic, and the Lifneiver associated with the various people that work there doctors, surgeons, anesthesiologists clerks who process things and paperwork and the like. So, Mitzvah we're going to get to that tomorrow and try to keep that contained.